You're listening to the Brick by Brick podcast, where we take you from the ground up on real estate investing. Join us on our entrepreneurial voyage through the world of flipping houses, managing rental property, and building a real estate empire. Welcome back, everybody, to the Brick by Brick podcast. Thank you for joining us. I am John Errico, here as always with Ryan Goldfarb. If you do not know our podcast, we are a real estate-focused podcast describing our experiences investing in real estate and specifically our adventures in Atlantic City. And today we have a very exciting episode along those lines. We're going to be talking about our experiences in Atlantic City, specifically what we would do if we had 24 hours to spend in Atlantic City. Seven, so, 72 hours, right? I'm sorry. What would we do if we had okay. 72 hours to spend in Atlantic sure City? I want to make sure I wasn't spinning no, 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 off no, three that, times as much stuff as you were. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a long, yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff that I just wrote if it was only 24 hours. And we're going uh, to try to do the impossible today, which is conduct an entire episode talking about non-real estate activities. Yeah, so I think this is a fun episode because... Brian and I obviously have a lot of experience in Atlantic City, um, being there all the time for um, you know our, our business, which primarily we right now we invest in real estate in Atlantic City. But in so doing, we spend a lot of time there just for fun, just hanging out. Um, I've gone there every summer, I think for the past three summers, at least once, multiple times. Um, so we have a lot of thoughts on that. And I, I'm very curious to hear what you're going to say, Ryan. We've, we've compiled these lists of things to do separately, and I'm imagining there's going to be a lot of overlap. But I, I, I think that as we develop, as we go through these lists, we're going to maybe develop some sort of themes about, you know, Atlantic City and kind of the future of Atlantic City or opinions on Atlantic City. So I'm excited to to delve into it. Yeah. I, I was operating under the assumption that I was doing a trip with a group of eight, a Thursday to Sunday, um, checking in or staying at one of our properties that we booked through AtlanticCityVacationRentals.com. Um, for the listeners out. out there, coupon code BRICKXBRICK will get you 15% off. So maybe we should start by just going through, I think we should each go back and forth uh, with a day, like reciting our itinerary for a given day. Mm-hmm. So obviously starting day one, which for me is Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start us off, I guess. Go for it. All right. Assuming this is our kind of standard timeline, cool. we're going to, I'm thinking we're going to arrive in the late afternoon. Uh, check into we'll check into one of our properties, unpack, stock up on food, drink, alcohol. Um, I don't want to go off on a tangent too early, but as I was writing that down, it kind of highlighted the uh, the rampant concern about the lack of a supermarket in Atlantic City. Every time I've gone down there, that's been a thing. I we get it, we get there, we plan on cooking or at least snacking and realize we have to leave the island or trek down quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, so great point. I mean, we can, you know, right now Atlantic City is without a full service supermarket and the the shop ride that was supposed to come into Atlantic City, which was announced uh, by Matt Doherty, actually, who we've had on the podcast and is a friend of, of us and, and the podcast, did not come to fruition, is not going to come to fruition. So right now there's an RFP request for proposals out for a supermarket, but great point, Ryan. That is an issue um, that I did not identify, but an issue, I think, think when I've gone to Atlantic City, the closest supermarket that I'm aware of is in Ventnor, um, which is I think not there's a, one in Brigantine too. So I think it depends on where you are on the right. island as to what's the most convenient. Not a tremendous uh, drive. It's like maybe, you know, 15 minutes from uh, most places in AC, but you know, not, uh, not next door either. Right. So day one, once we've settled in, unpacked, everyone's picked their rooms, everyone's comfortable. I'm assuming I'm going to be pretty tired from the day's travels. So I'm going to want to stop at Heyday and get some coffee. 
So Heyday Coffee, just to clarify, is a uh, a coffee shop. Independent coffee shop. One of the only independent coffee shops in Atlantic City uh, in the Orange Loop, who if if you're familiar with Atlantic City or have listened to the podcast before, you know where that is. It's essentially the the streets that mirror the three orange... pieces of orange properties on the Monopoly board. Monopoly, of course, was based on Atlantic City, um, which is why there's a lot of overlap there. But um, I think there's some confusion. Some people think that Atlantic City was based on the Monopoly board. (laughs) But (laughs) that would be amazing. We're here to set the record straight. Atlantic City came first. Yeah. So I'd grab grab some coffee at at Heyday, go back, settle in. Uh, I think we'd all get ready for the night. Uh, And our first stop would be Happy hour at Docs. Now, this was, this was a strategic decision on my part. That's a 4 p.m. activity, right? Yeah. So it's a 4 p.m. 4 p.m. So activity you're, you're or 4th. Four, four pretty 30. early. You know? yeah. yeah. So, so you know, I, I think we're working around that. I think we also have to assume that you get there. You need to get there a little early to ensure that you're going to get a seat there. And worst case, you don't get a seat. You just sit in the dining room and, and drink there. Just to be clear, this is Docs Oyster House. Yes. Uh, is it Docs Oyster House or Bar? Oh, I don't know. I, I think uh, there's one. I think there's a similarly named place in Manhattan and I always confuse the oh, two. Oh, okay. Well, but I, yeah, it's Doc's you know Oyster Atlantic Blank. City, yeah, Doc's <laughs> Oyster Place. The yeah. one in Atlantic City. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's an absolute institution. Uh, it's one of the coolest places in the entire city. And the reason I put this for Thursday is because it's hard enough to get in there on Thursday. I've never tried going there on a weekend. I assume they offer a happy hour seven days a week, though I'm not positive. But I can only imagine it's even tougher to get a table on a weekend. That would set the stage for dinner at Cafe 2825, which we, John and I, have been to only for the pleasure of having a drink at. We've, um, done, we've done this motion that we've gone yeah. to the happy hour and then gone to 2825. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That is true. Uh, and that was such a fun time that I decided that I would try great. to re- replicate it. Oddly um, enough, I have a similar There we go. Spoiler alert. Thing, but yes. um, so dinner at Cafe 2825, we had a drink there, but I have not eaten there. And I've heard the food is, food is exceptional. Um, we know the owners of yep. Cafe 2825, yeah. super Joe's nice great. people, great, great guys, um, um, highly recommended. Yeah. So that would be, I would hope for uh, an elongated dinner there with lots of lots of wine and delicious food. And then at the end of that, I think my next move would be to check out one of Atlantic City's forthcoming uh, recreational cannabis dispensaries. Wow. Yeah. Great. Purely for the... You know, research purposes. I, uh, I've, I've well, they say. could be a tenant of ours. So that's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so market research and market, yeah, and promoting and promoting science. our tenants. So that's that's my Thursday. Uh, you know, first day. I don't want to don't want to pack the docket too much. Um, still pretty, still a pretty packed itinerary. But uh, I feel like that's a good good introduction to Atlantic City. How, Interesting. How's your day one look? Well, it's different. So I had a lot of the components that you described doing on Thursday, but just not on Thursday. So. Um, but similarly, um, I have, uh, so my assumption was Thursday to Sunday coming with a group, you know, of however many people, but I have activities that are more like what you might do with, uh, younger kids or like children, you know, I have two young kids. So they're more, I have some activities that are, you know, adult activities, so not or, all drinking centric, not all drinking centric, <laughs> but things that you might also enjoy doing, you know, with kids, um, you know, whatever else. So, um, I would just like to point out that like the three activities that I chose all centered around a, a substance of some sort. We have caffeine, we have alcohol, and then we have cannabis. <laughs> That's Atlantic City for you. So my, what I like to do on a lot of these trips is I think the first day when you get in is often a really fun day because there's a lot of excitement for the weekend and like there's a lot of anticipation and whatever else. And so um, I 
Uh, similar to Ryan, I you know would say staying at a vacation rental property would be my preference. And I, I further specified that if I were going, I would prefer to stay at uh, our property on uh, New Hampshire, which is uh, available to book via AtlanticCityVacationRentals.com. Use the discount code BrickXBrick for 15% off, just FYI. But uh, so there's a, a, uh, our house on New Hampshire Avenue, which is right in the inlet. We have a, another great house on uh, Atlantic Avenue, yeah, which that's, is a that's few where I'm thinking away. that. I, I, yeah, I assume that you would prefer <laughs> there and I prefer uh, our place in New Hampshire. But also uh, we have a place on South Raleigh Avenue, which I think would also be very acceptable. Um, and I would love to stay there actually um, over a summer. I have not yet. Uh, but similar to you, I would you know anticipate probably a, a mid-afternoon kind of check-in, unpack and relax. And then something I think is really fun and would be is nice to do on like a Thursday is to go to the beach um, when you get in because the beaches are not that crowded. And I think it's fun. I like going to the beaches in Atlantic City either in the mornings or in the afternoons, not midday. Midday is extremely hot uh, in the summers and just tons of people. But um, Is midday not considered either morning or afternoon? Well, I midday realize. would be like you go at like 12 o'clock, you know, like noon. Because people go to the beach at like so. By 1 definition, PM. wouldn't that be afternoon? Af- well, I mean, colloquially, <laughs> I mean, it's after after the the clock strikes. Okay, I'll, I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. <laughs> I mean, like at four p.m. You know, because you're gonna go to the beach at like four. You know, get like you know, go to the late af- later afternoon, four p.m., five p.m., whatever. So uh, go for like two hours. You know, I think it's fun. You're in the car. You know, you're, you're traveling. You get on the beach, get some sun. I come back. You know, come back to the Airbnb for staying at one of the properties I just mentioned. The beach is directly in front of, or more or less directly in front of those properties. The one my preference on New Hampshire, the beach is right in front of the property. So it's a, you know, literally a 90 second walk from the beach to the property. Um, you can use the outdoor shower there to take a shower or shower inside or whatever you want. Uh, come back and uh, get ready for dinner. I would, uh, my first night, I would go to dinner at Rhythm and Spirit, which is um, also in the Orange Loop, very close to uh, Haiti Coffee, which Ryan had mentioned before. Uh, probably stop and enjoy some live music, hopefully either there, either there or at the Beer Hall, which is uh, next door. This is the Tennessee Avenue Beer hall they're owned by the same owner um mark Colazzo, who is a, a friend of ours and uh hopefully we'll have on the podcast at some point and then i would go from there uh to have a dessert and uh, a drink at bar 32 which is a uh chocolate um bar i guess you could describe like a, a explicitly dessert place uh right next to rhythm and spirits it's really fun um really cool atmosphere cool kind of um feeling going there whatever else um, since you're in the Orange Loop, after that, I would say Thursday is as a would be a fun night to kind of peruse the casinos a little bit. I would say if you're in that area, you can go to the Hard Rock or or Ocean. Um, if you like to gamble, you can gamble. Kind of like walk around, just like see the sights, people watch, um, see what's going on. And then if you're still awake late night, you can grab a drink at the Irish Pub, which is also in the Orange Loop. Um, not ex- you know not a new institution in the Orange Loop. But a very fun place to go. Um, you know, as Ryan said, maybe you're tired getting in on a Thursday from traveling. But like I said, I like. I think the first day is fun. Um, people get excited, whatever else. So uh, late night drinks at the Irish pub. And then walk back from there to, uh, as I said, a place in New Hampshire and get some, get some sleep. Your intuition was correct. We're going to have a lot of overlap here. <laughs> that's, that's great day one. Going into day two... I'm thinking breakfast, you got to start your day at Gilchrist's. I think it'll be a little less chaotic on a Friday than on a Saturday. So definitely want to get that in. And I think, again, I, I would be I, I would dread the wait on a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, I would follow that up with uh, mini golf at North Beach Mini Golf. 
Um, again, assuming we're staying at 120 Atlantic, that is almost in our backyard. We've had uh, the one of the guys that built North Beach Mini Golf, Mike and Shuri, on the show before. Nick and um, Shuri. Oh, Nick. I'm sorry. We had Nick on the show. Yep. Nick and Shuri on the show. Um, and uh, Ryan and I are, are investors in North Beach Mini Golf. So uh, definitely check it out. That's lots of fun. Yeah. But even even outside the desire to support the business that we have a very small stake in, it's great activity. And it's some of the best views in the city. It's like on the edge of the boardwalk or it's it's attached to the boardwalk and it's right at the end of the island. So you get... Some of the most beautiful views overlooking both Brigantine and the the ocean. I would say it's like a, I think of it as north and east, but I think some people consider it east and south. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very confusing yeah. directionally. Well, in, the in south city, inlet, but, which is yeah. North Beach. Right. Yeah. Anyway, um, so North Beach, uh, North Beach Mini Golf. And then I would follow that up with a trip to the... Bayside, uh, and I'd go to Cameraman's where I would rent a kayak or stand a paddleboard, oh. spend the afternoon out on the water that way, um, get a little exercise in. And it's also a, an awesome way to see that side of the city. You, uh, there's actually like a, I think there's a Coast Guard base over there that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we see you the helicopters see, all the time. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of boat traffic, um, which isn't ideal when you're <laughs> when you're on a kayak or <laughs> send a paddleboard. But there's a lot of boat traffic going to the marinas back there, so there's some cool boat watching and yacht sightings. Go fishing too. That'd yeah, fun, you can yeah. you can definitely go fishing back there. You can see it's a cool way to see the 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 island in the back. Uh, I forget what they call it, the the, the marina district mm-hmm. where. Harris, Borgata, the Water Club, and right. Golden Nugget are located, um, and there are a lot of like canals and and little harbors that that line those those waters there. So it's it's a cool way and a little bit of a different experience um, or a little bit of a different way to experience Atlantic City. But I think it's a it's a cool way to kind of interact with the the landscape um, that is less you know, in in a less like man made sort of manner. Yep. Uh, I would follow that up with lunch uh, at Pokey Tropical Cafe, which is Ooh. on the other end of the city, um, closer to Van. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's Ducktown or Chelsea, but it's it's uh, it's toward the Ventnor end of the city. We'll we'll get to this maybe at the end as we do a little debrief on some of our some of our, uh, some of our itinerary. But I think that the one of the things I think is lacking in Atlantic City are like lighter fare options, yeah. um, things that aren't so heavy, things that healthier are on the healthier end of, yeah, healthier yeah. ends of the spectrum. So I'd go there for lunch. Um, after that, I think we'd, we'd come back home, shower off, maybe rest up a little bit. Assuming we're at a house like 120 Atlantic or 114 South Raleigh, I would be really excited to do a, a brief happy hour to kind of ease back or transition into the evening, uh, evenings activities. Um, so those, those houses are great because there's outdoor space and nothing better than happy hour on the deck, observing, observing the views of the water. So I'd start there, transition from the uh, happy hour at the house to either Little Water Distillery or the Seed Brewery. I've actually never been to either despite them being on my Atlantic City hit list for quite some time. Spend a little time there, and then I would make our, make my way to Satara for dinner, mm. um, which I believe is Ducktown. It's either Ducktown. I think it's Ducktown. Um, yeah. I think it's pretty close to Angelo's. Yeah. I think you're getting, getting to Ducktown. Yeah. yeah. Satara is a really cool Middle Eastern restaurant. I think it's, I think they describe themselves as like 
French Afghan fusion yeah. or something like that. I have that. a lot of stories about. I've been to Satara, to Satara several times, yeah. and I have a lot of funny stories about that place. The place is great, though. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool, and they have like it, it's the food is great, but it's also uh, just a really cool ambiance and a really cool yeah. aesthetic environment. I can't like the fit interior. through the front door. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> um, that's I'm too that, tall. Yeah, that's one of the <laughs> one of the downsides of being six foot five. I guess. But it's it's a really cool like aesthetic experience because they they've got some. Actually, when I was there, the courtyard was closed for renovations, but mm-hmm. I think they've since reopened it. And at least from the pictures, it looks like I've never been to the courtyard. Cool. Yeah, I've never yeah. been. Um, so I think it would be fun to go. Yeah. yeah. And then I would finish up at Sitara. And I had I had pegged Friday night as the night out in the casinos. I would probably skew towards Hard Rock or Ocean uh, because of if, if we're on that end of the island. I, I think Borgata would also be in play depending on who I'm with if we're a big poker crowd because that's far and away the best poker room in Atlantic City to my knowledge. So that would, I I, I don't know, I, I don't have like hours in mind here, but I think dinner, talking like happy hour at the house at five, little water from like six to seven, Sitara or six to 7.30, dinner at Sitara from eight to 10 and then casino from 10 or 10.30 till you're out of money. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. I not not dissimilar day. So my my day, this is the Friday. So, you know, if you're probably out a little bit late on Thursday, um, Friday would be a good day to sleep in, relax. You know, it's a typical work day, but you're gonna sleep in a little bit. So I I would, you know, if I'm staying at New Hampshire, I'd probably get a, a later breakfast, maybe uh, something at Hot Bagels and More, which I think is an institution um, in Atlantic City and a great place to get bagels. Uh, I think that uh, Friday for me was more of a more of the explicit beach day. I think that, uh, like I said, going to the beach the night the afternoon before, I'd probably go to the beach the morning of as well to get that experience. So like going at 10 a.m. or something um, to the beach, setting up some beach chairs, just kind of hanging out, going in the water, playing with the kids, whatever else. Lunch, uh, I thought a lot about lunch on Friday, and I think what I decided on was uh, White House subs. So I think White House is an an institution in Atlantic City. You and I have never been there together, but I've been Mm -hmm. there separately. Um, Yeah, I've been there. I've been there at least once, but it was many years ago. Yeah, it's an institution in Atlantic City. A lot of character. Food is fine. You know, it's like lots of large subs. Um, but I think that'd be a fun experience. A um, little bit of a wait, but I think uh, on a Friday, maybe not as bad as on a Saturday or a Sunday. Uh, after that, uh, not too far away, I would do a, the similar thing that you would do, Ryan, which is uh, go to the Little Water Distillery and the Seed, uh, which are near each other. Do a, a tour of the distillery, maybe some tastings. Uh, same thing with the brewery. I think that'd be very fun. Friday at 4 was the day that I thought, or 4.30 or whenever it was, the, was the day that I thought to do uh, happy hour at Doc's. Um, which um, you made a good point about going on Thursday versus Friday, about the crowd or whatever else. Um, yeah, John thinks he's going to get in on Friday. <laughs> he's a nut. <laughs> uh, and then I, I went for your docs. You can go to dinner at uh, Cafe Twenty Eight Twenty Five, which I think was your activity for on Thursday night. Nice. Um, after that, I think uh, what I really like to do, assuming the weather is okay and it's not very windy, which is one issue sometimes with Atlantic City in the summer. But assuming weather is nice, uh, it's really fun to walk on the boardwalk. You could get on the boardwalk right near right near docks and then go uh, essentially north to uh to the you know direction of uh new hampshire which is the short-term rental grab some taffy from frolinger's taffy on the boardwalk very fun there are like two or three different taffy shops there and then for the friday night activity uh what i think would is fun and i've actually never really done this uh except very briefly 
is to go to the Steel Pier. Um, so that is right near the Hard Rock. Um, but rides, the Ferris wheel, all sorts of stuff. If you're so inclined and you want to get some uh, something sweet, they have uh, the original It's Sugar um, store is right there. That's a big candy shop, which there's a branch of actually in the uh, American Dream Mall, which is very close to um, uh, my house and we're recording this episode right now. That's the, the original It's Sugar? That's the original. Oh, yeah, wow. it started in Atlantic City. Yep. Wow, good to know. And then uh, there's uh, also the, the Sugar Factory, which is at uh, Hard Rock. So it's like basically right across from uh, the Steel Pier, which you can go and get like a big Sunday or something like that, uh, which I think would be really fun to do at like... Uh, you know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, something like that. If you've been having fun at the steel pier uh, and then uh, walk back from there or take an Uber or whatever back to the uh, short term rental and uh, get some rest. That's great. The, I, I, I've been tracking some noteworthy snubs on my list as I as I go along here. And for me, well, no, no, no like oh. things that I missed or that things I think we're both going to miss that I think are still noteworthy. Okay. Yeah, um, I, there's a lot of things I didn't put that like yeah. could be done. Yeah, yeah. like I, I didn't. I, Steel Pier didn't even occur to me. Yeah, Steel um, Pier is great. Yeah, yeah. And I, you had another one that didn't occur to me either. Oh, White House Subs was not on my list. Yeah, I'm tracking on my note here. Um, I thought there was one more that you said. Oh, Hot Bagels is like probably the, the place that I have frequented most oh, in Atlantic absolutely. City and I didn't have that on my Gotta own Got to do list. a breakfast there one day. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, but one, one other omission that I, I thought of as you were describing Steel Pier, another thing that I have done in the past is is getting a funnel cake on the boardwalk. I mean, that's, oh, that's fun. Absolutely. That's, that's, a classic. that's a classic. It's an all-time classic. Yeah. All right, so Thursday and Friday are in the books. We've got one day left in Atlantic City. I have some programming on on Sunday, but oh, like, okay. you know, but like right, you know, as you're leaving yeah, kind of, you know, like breakfast, cool. you know, yeah. Okay, so for Saturday, I have something different, but coffee from Remedy down in Chelsea. Oh, okay. Um, it's a cool little establishment that I have not yet been to, but I follow them on Instagram and it seems like it'd be a great follow. Or uh, <laughs> it would be a great follow if you don't follow them, but it seems like it would be a great place to go. Um, since I have not, I think they are closed for the season right now, but they open back up in the summertime. So I'd be pumped to try that. Uh, then I would follow that up with a beach day. I'm a big fan of the beach. It's extremely nostalgic for me. And I, I, I've got to, you know, I've got to earmark some time to, to sit in the water or to, to get thrown around by the waves in the water. Um, and then... I'm knowing my group of friends. I've got to imagine that there will also be a game of some sort. Um, could be a cam jam, could be spike ball. Uh, I'm sure someone will have like a football or a frisbee that we'll be throwing around and trying not to trying not to hit people with losing the water. Yeah. Well, no. Usually we do that on the the boardwalk side, not the water okay. side. I've lost way too many balls. To <laughs> that sounded wrong. <laughs> um, after. After the beach day, I'm I'm yeah, I'm okay with the beach midday personally. Um, okay, I'm not as a uh, averse to, a, a to pop, yeah, I'm not as averse to, to crowds at the beach. I guess I would. I don't know, mid, so, midday, you mean what? Like <laughs> midday, you know, like, no, like you know, like straddling morning and straddling afternoon. Straddling morning, okay. Yeah, this this doesn't really fit, but I think my lunch plan highlights the, at least in my opinion, the limited selection available for lunch in Atlantic City, but. It's probably like my my all time favorite in Atlantic City. It's going to Fuss Sydney for lunch, getting mm. uh, number fifty three. My old friend, uh, the beef and vegetable rice plate. Ryan's a fifty three guy, and I'm a fifty three A guy. Yeah, it's so. a, we don't even we don't even get the menu there anymore. We just yeah. spit out our numbers. They ran out of numbers, so they had to put an A. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So I do that on a hot summer day. I think my craving for that is a little bit, a little bit dampened versus like in the winter when I want something a little heartier. Also, thaw would obviously be in the conversation too. But um, yeah, I don't know. In the absence of a better option, I, I can't go wrong with that. After lunch, I would plan on heading back to the house. Uh, I'm thinking this is going to be a late lunch to accommodate a nice prolonged stay at the beach. I'm thinking like a late afternoon transitioning to evening, maybe a little nap time because everyone's been mm-hmm. everyone's been consumed by the sun. Yep. And then I had Saturday as my orange loop night. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was thinking depending on the timing of this, there are a few different iterations, but I was thinking either cocktails at Rhythm and Spirits or beers at the Tennessee Ave Beer Hall. I would certainly try to hit Rhythm and Spirits for dinner. Um, once the Cardinal is open, I'd love to try that. So Would love that. Yeah, Hopefully this summer will be. Yeah, yeah that, that's Michael Brennan's new restaurant. Um, I, he had a restaurant. He had the Cardinal Bistro uh, several years ago down in Ventnor. That was very successful. I yeah, think he was... Uh, I think I was thinking of putting things that could open because there's mm-hmm. obviously the water park, which is a thing. Right. But I was like, well, right. it's not yeah, I'm assuming open, so, I'm yeah. assuming that this is like this coming summer. So yeah. I'm making some okay. maybe some generous assumptions about people okay. being able to open yeah. Uh, yeah. open in time. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to check out the Cardinal. Um, Michael Brandon is a very well regarded chef. Um, we don't know him personally, but have heard only good things about he him. He lives above Heyday Coffee, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think he's. I think he's. Previously been the executive chef at Josie's Public House in, is that Galloway? I think Galloway, or yeah. Uh, somewhere on the mainland. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's got a, a very impressive background as a, from yeah, a culinary standpoint. Yeah, on the list to be on the podcast. Hopefully yeah. we get him on there. Yeah. Um, so dinner, would love to do Rhythm and Spirits or the Cardinal. As John had in one of his previous nights, I uh, would follow that up with dessert and cocktails at Bar 32. If it's open, perhaps the, uh, I forget what it's called, going to be called, but the Tennessee Ave oh, Tobacco, tobacco Company. company yep. um, cigar. Some kind of complimentary thing with, yeah, with a, a little cigar. And then if I'm still feeling frisky that late in the night, I'd head over to to the Irish pub. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite Guinness, or among my favorite Guinnesses that I've had is is, is from there. So I think that's usually... Oh, Guinness, that's a, that's a heavy... I know. It's not not drink. usually my summer drink, but when I'm at the Irish pub, I, yeah. I, I can't stay no, it's, away. It's, it's, it's as tradition. You know? Yeah, exactly. So I think that would probably wrap up my, my weekend, but or my, my Saturday, Saturday night. Pro- by that point, I, my arm will probably be twisted to going to a casino. I would caveat all of like this whole schedule with the fact that the the sports schedule um, will will heavily dictate the timing as to when we're going to be at casino. So mm-hmm. if this is football season, which it probably wouldn't be if we're going in the summer, um, unless the NFL does a drastic 180 and decides to start playing <laughs> football year. in the summer. Um, but if, the there's, if there's a big, or the yeah, <laughs> if there's a big sporting event on, um, yeah, we might prioritize casino to hang out at the sports book for the game. Um, yeah, maybe a yeah. baseball game, NBA finals could be, you know. Yeah. Um, but that is my, that's my Saturday night. That's a good my day. Saturday. What do you have, John? Yeah. So I have, I'm assuming that, you know, the Friday night plan that I had was not like a super late night. You're going to go like the steel pier and kind of hang out there. So Saturday, um, one of my favorite activities to do in Atlantic city is to run on the boardwalk. So I was anticipating that Saturday morning would be a good time to go for an early morning, you know, jog or bike ride on the boardwalk. Um, it's very fun to run the boardwalk because the sun is rising. There's not a lot of people around. Um, you get to kind of see a different side of Atlantic City. So what I typically have done is that uh, if I'm staying at our place in New Hampshire, I'll go um, up 
you know, you can call it, I guess, north um, or west uh, up into the Gardner's Basin area, which is uh, the the sidewalk, the boardwalk kind of extends almost all the way there. You can kind of go um, right where like Gilcrest is essentially uh, and then go back down the boardwalk and then run all the way to like through the casino. So kind of like as far as you want to go, you'll pass ocean, uh, you'll pass hard rock, res- uh, resorts, all this sort of stuff. Really fun in the mornings and then come back. So uh, maybe get back, uh, I don't know, call it by... 9 30 10 o'clock um probably then grab a light bite to eat or something akin to that at heyday coffee uh which is uh what uh ryan had mentioned before about a coffee place in the orange loop i would do an escape room in the morning i think that's a fun activity i've done the escape room at the tropicana there is a new one in the tanger outlets that i just saw when we were down there but that's a really fun like group activity to do uh if you're in the general vicinity of the tropicana um, I thought a lot about lunch, similar to Ryan. I think I wasn't sure, you know, the lunch options in Atlantic City, I think are, are what they are, but, um, uh, I'd probably grab lunch at the beer garden, uh, which is not super far from the Tropicana as you're kind of walking back North, um, from the Tropicana, essentially you'll, you'll hit the beer garden and they have bratwurst and food like that. And then obviously a, a good selection of beers, which is fun. After that, I would do, uh, a visit to North beach mini golf, which is on the other side of Atlantic city, but. But that is, uh, as Ryan said, uh, very cool views of Atlantic City, really fun to do. I think a nice thing to do kind of like midday after lunch type of thing. The activity that I had after that, which is maybe one that that you will not uh, have done, Ryan, but uh, and I've never actually done uh, intentionally, but do a tour of Atlantic City murals. Uh, it's been on my... I literally just wrote that down in my notes <laughs> as the words came out of your mouth. <laughs> uh, it's been on my list to do for a while. Um, and there are a ton of murals around Atlantic City, uh, you know, public art that you can see. And it, I think it's a cool way to see Atlantic City too. I was thinking too, like doing the mural tour, maybe like uh, combine that with some shopping. So if you're going to the Tanger outlets, you know, there's stuff there. Uh, There's murals nearby. We just went to the Crops store, which is a place where you can um, shop from local um, vendors, uh, get some food, all sorts of stuff. There's lots of cool things that you'll encounter kind of doing that. So I think doing doing that mural tour, you'll kind of run into a lot of cool stuff, um, which I think would be really fun. And then I have uh, 6 p.m. dinner at Sitara, uh, similar to Ryan's dinner from the night before, uh, which I think uh, would be a super fun experience. And then for the late night activity, I have uh, going to the Lucky Snake. So um, the arcade there, uh, there's also now a go-kart track, which I have not been on, but I've heard it's very fun. And I think for for those that want to stay out, um, I've had this experience before and it's very fun, but uh, getting cocktails at the Ocean Casino. So there are a couple of cool cocktail lounges, bars there. Uh, I think there are like two or three at the Ocean. Um, but they all have, a lot of them have live music, um, kind of just a really cool atmosphere, really relaxing. If you want to gamble, you can gamble. If not, just have a drink or just kind of people watch, walk around. And yeah, that would be my my full Saturday. That's great. I think you did a better job of uh, of fitting in some more sober activities. Although I guess <laughs> if you try hard enough, not every, or anything can be a... Uh, non-sober activity? Yeah, non-sober activity. I do have some program for Sunday morning. I don't know if you put in anything... 
Uh, no, go for it. So I have, uh, this is one that maybe you will not occur to you, but a breakfast buffet. So a breakfast buffet at the Borgata. Um, I've done that before and that's really fun. Uh, it's like a massive buffet. You can get like everything. So I think anytime, it's been many years since I've stayed at the Borgata, but I think every time I've ever stayed there, I've slept through breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I think the breakfast on like a Saturday or Sunday goes until like 1 p.m. So, <laughs> but I, I've, I've slept many, I've slept past 1 p.m. many times, but I don't think I've read the Borgata. <laughs> yeah. So I had that you know uh breakfast buffet at the borgata depending on the timing of that um you know whatever pack up get ready to head out of town and then i had lunch you know maybe a light lunch i can't really have a light lunch at this place but lunch at tony's baltimore grill uh which is another atlantic city institution um you know pizzas that type of stuff um very atmospheric let me just say it that way not necessarily a high-end restaurant but just kind of like an experience and then uh if it is Sunday during football season, then you could stop by the casino, um, uh, any casinos that have a sports book, like the ocean has one, um, and watch football or gamble if you want to do that, or just kind of like taking the experience. And then whenever you want, like, you know, 2 PM, 3 PM, 4 PM, whatever it is, head out and, uh, complete your visit. Wow. What a, what a 72 hours. Yeah. Um, well, so I want to do the seven cause I, you know, if you're checking in at three yeah, or four, you're going to leave true. at three or four. Yeah. yeah I, I left, so, I left quite a gap. I, yeah, I sold myself short. 12 hours or something. I short. apologize to my guests. You didn't get, you didn't get the, <laughs> the most bang for your buck. Well, I think this has been, well, first of all, I think it's, it's funny that we had a lot of overlap. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, we, we, I don't know if you noticed this, but we had the exact same three restaurants for, for dinner, dinner every, yeah. in, in different orders. But. One, one thing that I want to mention about that too, and I think that it's really significant to know about Atlantic City is that none of the restaurant options that we said are in casino. Right. I, I mean, I had a, a buffet on, on, um, on Sunday in a casino, but I think a lot of people come to Atlantic City. And first of all, there are a lot of restaurants in the casinos, you know, full stop. And a lot of those are great. I mean, like I, I frankly have not been to a ton of them, but a lot of them are well reviewed and like the big names and you know, whatever else. But, and certainly those are acceptable places to go, but there's so much good food outside of those. Like we didn't even mention several famous restaurants. Yeah. yeah I have, um, I've, I've been, I can go through my list of, uh, yeah. noteworthy snubs or at least the one that came, the ones that came to mind right like i didn't just, mention like tennessee avenue beer hall which is you know, like a fun place to get lunch or dinner um you know there's a whole bunch so yeah. and I, I think just to speak to your point about the the non-casino restaurants is while the while the casino restaurants are good they're also extremely expensive yeah um and i think all of the dining options that that we have are a fraction of what you'd pay for somewhere quality and quantity of food at any of the casino restaurants. Right. Um, not to mention it, it, all of the options that we provided showcase a different side of the city that you don't get when you're just staying inside yeah. the four walls of the casino. And that's, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that that's, that's a big part of our mission of why we're doing what we're doing in Atlanta yeah. City because there is so much more to see than the casinos. Yeah, like my activity, I mean, like I, I sort of anticipate that going to the casinos maybe like one night, one night fractal of like, you know, gaming if you're into that and then one night to go to like cocktails, which is fun. But like, you know, a lot of the stuff is, a lot of the my, the things that I find most fun to do in Atlantic City are not related to that experience. You yeah, know? It, it, it's like, I think the way we've been trying to reframe our vacations or like the itinerary for people when they come to stay with us is that they're coming to Atlantic city, which is a beach town that happens to have casinos as opposed to going to a casino town that happens to be located in a city. Right. So it's like the casinos are an awesome amenity. I mean, like there are very few places you can go to in the entire country or even the entire world that have the concentration of casinos and in, in such a tight location, right. notwithstanding like the added benefit of having like beaches nearby. 
Um, it's truly like in a class of its own in that re- respect. But there is so much more to do outside of it. I mean, I, I had on my list, I had we didn't have knife, knife and fork on there, um, right. which I, I probably would have included had I managed to eat there. But the one time I went there, uh, it was like an hour wait, and I I didn't have it in my schedule. But that's, I've also never eaten there. Yeah, yeah, that that's another institution. I think it's a sister restaurant to Docs, if I'm mm. not mistaken. Chef Ola's is great, and we've eaten there once. Um, very tough to get a reservation there, so uh, that is a limiting factor for a lot of people, especially if you're not booking far in advance. Um, Vagabond is a cool spot. Yep. It's kind of like off the... Both Vagabond and Wonder Bar are cool spots, but they're they're located in like Chelsea, Chelsea Heights. Um, the Good Dog Bar, if that's open. Yeah, Good place, Dog yeah. Bar is, is coming soon. That'll be a great one to add to the list. There's the Atlantic City Beer Garden, which is on the boardwalk. I think at the I think it's at the boardwalk in like South California. Ave. Yeah, that was I mentioned that as a lunch. That was my lunch place. On oh, Saturday. okay. Yeah, I, I was confused. I thought yeah. you had said the Tennessee Ave Beer Hall. Yeah, no, they, okay. yeah, the beer that makes garden, more sense. Beer Garden. Yeah, yeah. got it. Um, Okay, so scratch that. There's Back Bay Ale House, um, which is yep. over by Gilchrist. There's Kelsey's, which is like kind of on the periphery of the Orange Loop on Pacific Ave and Kentucky Ave. Kelsey's is a great one. Yeah, yeah that's Kelsey. It's another one, one yeah. that I haven't I haven't eaten at myself, but I, that other than and they have a Docs, breakfast place too. Yeah, there's um, Kelsey and Kim's in Gardner's which Basin. I've eaten at, and that, that's really good. Or, yeah. It's in the Inlet or Gardner's Basin. It's in Basin. the Inlet. Yeah, yeah. In the Inlet Gardner's Basin. Yeah. Um, there's Oh, uh, here, here, a soul. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it, but that in, uh, I think that's another one in Chelsea along with Reef or Rife. I think, I think oh, it's Rife. called Rife. Yeah. I've, I've been to, tried to gone to Rife like three times, but I've always, they've been closed when I've gone. Uh, so okay. <laughs> I, I've gone there. Um, I've gone there at least once and it was, it was pretty good and it's in a, it's in a cool location. It's like, um, it's right on, I forget if it's, it, I think it's on Atlantic in Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Very close to the beach. It, it's it's a great spot. I think that was those are the ones that came to mind as my snubs Angelinos, on the like that type of place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Angelo's Fairmount Tavern. Yeah, Fairmount um, Tavern. Great yeah. spot for kind of old school Italian food. I mean, there truly are are so there many are other more. like yeah, countless I mean, there others. Are, there are a lot. Yeah. Um, are there another lunch place that we've been to uh, Maria Maria's Luncheonette. Maria's Luncheonette, which is right like right next Fuss door Sydney. to yeah, right next door to yep. Fuss Sydney. It's a great spot. Um, that's a good alternative to uh, Gilchrist if you're on a different mm-hmm. side of the city. What's that restaurant we, we commented about right on the Orange Loop that we were going to go to? Oh, the, yeah, the uh, Atlantic City Bar and Grill. Atlantic City Bar and Grill. I've also yeah. never been to that yeah. one. I, I think, I want to say the guys uh, from uh, Kyle and Craig from Do For A Win, I think that might be one of their spots. Oh, nice. Okay. That I've heard them talk about on that podcast. There's um, the, the Hard Rock uh, does have a uh, dinner buffet, mm-hmm. which I've been to, and it's fun. Like, it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. So. Yeah, there, I had a few other... I don't, I don't want to say they're snubs, but like things that I did not have on my list, many of which John covered actually, like the the mural tour, um, I think is an awesome way to see the city. Um, the AC Arts Foundation also has um, a lot of like pop-up events or like seasonal events. Like they have their Arteriors program that I think they do once or twice a year mm-hmm. um, where they create like a pop-up exhibit in the interior of a house or a commercial space. Uh, and those are really cool, really cool exhibits because they, they pack the work of like usually dozen like a dozen plus artists into a single space and you you can see all the different ways that they've um gotten creative with the canvas that the arts foundation has provided for them so that one's awesome they do chalk about ac um they do the i forget what it's called but they the they paint the adirondack chairs on the boardwalk i think Mm -hmm. and so they have a lot of cool stuff and i think they even do some other like special events here and there there's crops and there's the crop store in tanger outlets 
Um, and they do they do a bunch of like pop up special events there as well. Um, there's that Atlantic that uh, virtual reality kind of like uh, experience. Is that, yeah, is that still there? I don't know. Um, but if it is, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like a, that's like a VR focused gaming? Yeah, I think so. Place? Maybe like esport type thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool to check out. There are other like experiences that I might have put into my itinerary, um, but I wasn't aware. Honestly, if anyone out there is privy to any of these offerings, um, please connect with us because we're always looking to promote these types of things. But cooking classes, cocktail making classes, um, private chef experiences, those like sip and paint kind of wine. Bar Thirty Two has that, right? They have that. Uh, yeah, we were talking to Mark about yeah. that, um, yeah. and I, I've been meaning to reconnect with him about that to to see if we can get some more details on that. But um, I think they do. What, what are the ones they do? The, I think cho- like chocolate cocktail yeah. making classes mm-hmm. or like chocolate themed cocktails. Yeah. I think they also might do some with like just ma- making chocolate bars. Oh, okay, that'd be cool. I, yeah, I'm not positive really about cool. that, but if not. Mark, you should, you yeah, should think about awesome. that. It sounds yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And I know there's also like, there's the leadership studio does a bunch of stuff. They do yoga classes yep. there pretty regularly. I thought about doing that as instead of running, you know, maybe like a yoga class in the morning mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Uh, I guess one, one other thing that I didn't have in my itinerary that I personally love is when we come with a group, I always like to stay in and cook or grill for a night. And particularly, particularly at 120 Atlantic, there's like a ton of space to both cook and eat there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have the grill outside. So that that's always a good time, and that I think is a, an added benefit of staying in a vacation rental as opposed to a hotel. Yep. There's a. I was actually surprised you didn't have this on your list, but there's a lot of like, uh, like comedy shows and musical performances in the city. Um, it's kind of hard to build an itinerary around those when you don't know what's going to be in town at a given time. But yeah, like, I thought I definitely thought about that. Yeah, like, it yeah, actually I, gets a lot of good talent too. It does. Yeah, and I think um, the uh, Do AC website mm-hmm. has an events list which yep. uh, is updated a lot with all of those performances coming in. And um, uh, this is like uh, I, I almost saw one time in Atlantic City they had a um, they were I think they were doing the Rocky Horror uh, picture show, but like the actual, like an actual stage performance because originally it's a movie, but it was originally like a stage show. And I really thought that'd be fun to see. I I think it was, I don't know where it was. I think it was maybe at Hard Rock or maybe it was at Boardwalk Hall or something like that. Ovation Hall or something at? Ovation Hall. I guess it could be. Yeah, yeah. it could have been that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, yeah. stuff like that, like the musical performances, comedy shows, like it's, it's a casino, usually casino focused, but yeah. Yeah. When my brother was down there, I think they saw Adam Sandler do stand up, which was, Oh, that's awesome. That sounded really cool. Um, I think, who was it? Who, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco was down there recently. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, a lot of good, specifically on the stand-up front. A lot Journey of good. is coming, the band wow. with Toto. Wow. So that's like, I mean, you know. I'm surprised you're not making your redan for that. Well, unfortunately, it's uh, we're going to see a Broadway musical the same day that that uh, performance is. So, yeah. Yeah, it's tough to make both in one day. Yeah, yeah. And we've, already, was, we've already seen Journey, so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so comedy shows, musical performances, plenty to to check out in ac they also do the a lot of like festivals like there's the mm-hmm. i mean they do the fish show which is kind of a festival yep. <laughs> but they um i don't know if they're doing that this year but they've done that in the last two years and that's been yep. that's been great um they do the country music what do they call it tidal country, wave tidal Fest? wave country yeah, music they, festival yeah yeah um that's had a great lineup I, i'd love to go down for that this year there's the uh what are they calling it there's the one that uh i think blink 182 is performing at oh okay i'll look it up in a second and i'll 
There's the uh, this, is, this is called bad radio. There's a there's a vegan food fest that happens every year that I've been to before, which is really fun. I there's the, the uh, Atlantic City Beer Fest also. The Atlantic City Beer Fest. There's a like a chili cook-off that's happened in the Orange Loop. Um, so uh, adjacent movie uh, adjacent music festival is the one that I was cool. thinking. It's Paramore, Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, so I, there, there's lots of Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, in the summer, like almost any given weekend, there's there's something happening like that, like some cool performance, um, like the the marquee ones, like when Fish comes or Tidal Wave. Those will be hard to um, hard to get tickets for, and or uh, you know, like do any of these activities because there's so many people in town. Like we, I was sort of accidentally down for the Fish concert, the last <laughs> night of the Fish concert um, last summer, and it was pandemonium, absolute insanity. So um, and also not a uh, family friendly event. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's also obviously John, uh, John mentioned this before, but the Showboat Water Park um, might be open for the summer. Yeah. Um, they're making progress more quickly than I anticipated yeah. they would. So it that's open. Like that's, not, a, that's a must visit, I think. Yeah. yeah, it seems like it's not not totally out of the realm of possibility that they'll catch some of the summer. Um, but it seems like at the very least they should be they should be online this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we alluded to to some off uh, to some variation of this, but like. Renting a boat, fishing trip, it's like a sunset cruise, things of that nature. I've never done that, but that seems really fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. again, you can only do that from so many places in New Jersey. And it's when you are out on the water in off the shores of Atlantic City, it's a particularly cool vantage point to see the city from. Yep. I, less snub for me, or yeah, less snub for me was uh, I didn't have any golf in my itinerary. Um, I'm not a very good golfer, but I do really enjoy it. And I know if this was a guy, a guy's trip with a group of my friends, that would certainly consume one day, possibly even two days. There's the golf simulator at Ocean, right? There's the um, yeah, you know, it leaves a little bit to be desired. Okay, but it's it's fine. Well, but it, yeah, yeah, I, you brought- I, I wouldn't center a. I wouldn't like plan a day around that. Yeah, well, you you brought up um, golf, and I think one also thing to note is that you know all the activities that we're describing are really in atlantic city proper and if we like the city of atlantic city and if we expand that scope just a little bit to say let's include the rest of obsecan island or brigantine or whatever you know inland um there's so much to do. Like, yeah. I mean, like I was thinking about restaurants and like, well, there's a bunch of great restaurants in Ventnor. Um, you know, like if you want to go, like Ryan said, golf, if you want to go like blueberry picking, yeah. if you want to do anything like, like that, like agro tourism type yeah. stuff, there's, there's wineries. Bunch of wine, yeah. Wineries and yeah. vineyards. So there's a lot of stuff to do within like a 30 minute, you know, drive. Um, right. uh, so yeah. Uh, and, and in fact, like a typical visit there's to Atlantic the pine city. barrens and like kind of mm-hmm. running through all of South Jersey. Or yeah. Like a lot like, of South Jersey, like a typical visit for me to Atlantic city. Um, I think would probably include, you know, like instead of maybe going to the beach like twice or two days, maybe one of those days I would go, um, you know, um, blueberry picking or, you know, explore another town on the Jersey Shore or something like that. Yeah. There's actually uh, something that I've done when I've been down there, mostly with my brother, is there's some cool uh, antique shops that we've got, yeah. like vintage stores. Yeah. That where we've, he's bought stuff. I don't think I've bought anything. Yeah. That would be really fun. There's, there's <laughs> an antique cool shop down there. in Atlantic City. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I forget what it's called. It's right on, I think, Atlantic Ave mm-hmm. in Chelsea. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I also. I think it might be like a vintage bookstore and an antique. Yeah, shop. that'd be super fun. The yeah. name is escaping me, but it's a really cool spot. That'd be the sort of thing that I'd I'd do. I think in conjunction with like a mural tour, like stop yeah. by the bookstore, yeah. antique shop, kind of in between murals or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're approaching an hour here, which I think is generally our cutoff. But we maybe have another five or eight minutes to go. In your estimation, is there anything? 
or I wouldn't say, is there anything? What do you think is missing from Atlantic City that would enhance your your time there? Maybe not, maybe maybe not as meaningful for like a seventy two hour trip, but mm-hmm. like if you're there for a week, what, what would you? Yeah, great great question. So I think we we touched on a lot of these things. I think grocery store is a big one. Um, I think that that makes it so much easier just to cook and have a night in um, if you're staying there. And we've had problems with that too, just when we visited Atlantic City. I think we also touched on this, but healthy lunch options um, I think are are a big miss. Um, I think that's a topic of conversation almost every time we're in Atlantic City. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even I mean, just like, for one day, it's like hard to find a single. Yeah. Spot. Like, I mean, we've gone to the, like, um, there's a food court at the ocean casino where they have some salads and that sort of stuff that you can kind of, you can kind of get that, but then, you know, it's, you have to go into the casino and kind of navigate your way there. I mean, it's probably like, it's like a 15 minute journey just to get in and out. Yeah. Like, you know, like I, I, there used to be in Ventnor, there used to be the Enlightened Cafe whose owner we actually bought property from, but unfortunately that's closed down, but that was one of the best lunch spots that was closed because it was just across the border in in Atlantic City and it had healthy kind of light options, you know, vegan vegetarian type stuff um which uh which i like um but yeah i think that's a big mess i I think also um you know the restaurants that we we talked about are i think primarily with the exception of notable exception i should say of sitara are primarily like american-esque food inspired um or some like variation on that and i think that if there were better you know ethnic food restaurants um that had dinner options i would really like that like i think i'd really enjoy like a great indian food restaurant um or even a great like asian japanese food restaurant obviously there are some in the casinos but like a great japanese food restaurant would be really fun um like they're actually sorry sorry to catch off. yeah like there, there's there's like an endless supply of like italian food type options um which is is, is certainly fine but um typically i don't I don't like to eat that type of food very often because I find it very you know, like heavy and like carb, carb loaded. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, for all the great restaurants that Atlantic City has, like I can't, if I wanted to have Indian food in Atlantic City, I don't know where I would go. I mean, I know of Indian restaurants, but I can't recall any of them being anything of particular note, for example. Uh, the same is true of like sushi. I mean, I guess yeah, maybe in the that casinos. was one omission I had. Yeah. 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 Outside of the, there's not a good, I don't know if there's even a single like independent sushi shop in Atlantic City. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a there's sushi in place Venner. in Ocean, right? Um, yeah, what I'm saying, like in yeah. outside of the casinos. Yeah, outside just the like, casinos. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely a void. What there, are your... There's some good. There's some good Mexican restaurants. Um, yeah, we've been to a few for lunch that have, that have been very good. Yeah, uh, and there's another South American. Uh, I don't know if it's. Per, I can't remember if it's Peruvian or. I think it's in Ducktown, but yeah. There are obviously Vietnamese restaurants. Fuss yeah, Sydney is, is ton that, of it, ton so, of Vietnamese restaurants yeah. that are good. One other thing that uh, is surprising to me, mostly because in other beach towns, like I grew up, as I've probably mentioned a few times on the podcast, I grew up going to Long Beach Island, and there, there's like an abundance of seafood restaurants and like fresh fish restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a coastal city and a city that frankly has its own like kind of fishing industry, um, I'm surprised that there aren't more fresh food and seafood focused yeah. options. Yeah. I actually, I, I wasn't sure that there was a, even a fish market in town, but I was Googling it before and there's a, a place called Barbara fish market. Um, never been there. Which I, I think is in Ducktown or Chelsea, but I, I had never heard of that up to this point. Um, and I, I honestly, I'm not even a huge seafood guy, but it, it just seems like it kind of comes with the territory. Like it, when I crave it is like when I'm at the beach mm-hmm. on the coast yeah. and, and kind of, I mean, there's yeah, there are great seafood places like Ventnor, Brigantine, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. One big you know thing that I would love in Atlantic City, which is not um, 
present now, but could become present, I guess, with uh, with the um, the showboat water park, but um, like kid kid specific kid friendly activities. Um, there's obviously going to the beach, which is fun, but um, you know I, the itinerary that I created is like things that you could do with kids, but obviously um, you know not anything super focused on them. I think like the water park would be an example of that if and when it comes. Um, and to some extent, the Steel Pier is, you know, kid-esque um, or somewhat kid-focused. But there aren't, you know, it, it, the, the doing stuff at the casinos, I think, is tough because even if you're going to go into the casino, say you're going to have like a buffet in the casino, like you have to walk through the casino with young kids. And that's like kind of uncomfortable and just like possibly illegal depending on like exactly where you're going in the casino. So that's, that's always, it's always been weird for me um, with young kids. Yeah. There are also, uh, there are certain activities that I'm just kind of surprised don't exist in a place like that. Like, I don't know of a bowling alley that exists there. Yeah. I think the showboat maybe has like a, a lane or two, but I don't even know if it's like a full length bowling That'd alley. That would be news to me. Yeah. Um, maybe in part of, maybe part of their arcade or something. Yeah. I think it's yeah. like attached to Lucky Snake. And then there's, I don't know of a movie theater in Atlantic City either. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, you know, there's so much, there's so much like live entertainment that like maybe that's not, that's not like first and foremost on people's mm -hmm. minds when they go to Atlantic City. But just for, for a place that is trying to be a little bit more livable, you'd think that that's like kind of yeah. a, a, a neighborhood amenity that most cities would have. There's no like laser tag type thing, which a lot of right. places have, although um, I guess Dave and Buster's is coming. That, I don't think it's going to have laser tag, but... Yeah, that's apparently um, coming to... I think it's... I don't know if it's in... If it's coming to Tanger Outlets itself or if it's going into a separate location right, right across. Um, that actually reminds me of another snub that I had from my list. I've still, still never been inside the enormous Bass Pro Shop located. I've never been there either, no. We actually almost no. parked there yesterday and found out that they, yeah, uh, validation. you have to get a, a ticket and you have yeah. to get it validated. Or, There's no karaoke? I mean, come on. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not yet at least. Not yet at least. Um yeah. Any other snubs that come to mind or any other missing amenities? Any? Well, it'd be, it'd be fun to have more, you know, coffee shop type things, yeah. right? You know, there's Heyday Coffee, um, which is fun. But um, I think just having that kind of vibe would be fun. Um, you know, just like it, it, it's really I think what Atlantic City really misses and we're in the process of creating, frankly, is like a downtown presence. Right. You know, like I think we do, you know, the closest that there is right now. And I think this is what will be the downtown is the Orange Loop. And I think right now the orange loop has the orange loop has you know uh, a, a fun downtown experience but you can only go to you know one restaurant right like this rhythm and spirits right now hopefully there'll be the cardinal bistro uh in a couple of months but like right now there's rhythm and spirits that's the restaurant but that's very fun and then you can go next door and get some drinks at bar 32 also fun but it'd be great if there were you know four of those right. or you know whatever different options and it'd be great if that you know during you know if you're walking around there you can see oh you know there's live music outside here there's live music outside there you know maybe i can also go to you know multiple coffee shops maybe i can there's a place for me to you know do a little bit of shopping yeah anything like that, right? i, I think know? that that like retail experience is kind of missing too there's yeah. there's homegrown ac which is yeah, it's a really cool shop and it's a it's a great place to go to, right to just to kind of peruse yeah. yeah that's that's right next to heyday these things aren't necessarily like of like uh, of particular desire to me but there there doesn't really exist that like experiential retail or the mm. like you know you don't have like you don't have like a lululemon you don't have like a mm. a uh there's there is a yoga studio, but you don't have like a Soul Cycle, or you don't have a even like a, a salon, like a higher end like salon or barber shop yeah. or tattoo shop or things like. What do you that. think about this? An ice cream shop? Yeah, well, I, I that mean, was that was you know, proposed. Yeah. Um, 
that was i think not ice cream oh (laughs) (laughs) different ice cream shot no (laughs) Uh, um yes that's that's tbd but um the an ice cream a place where you can buy ice cream you know i think like that froyo i'm a big fan of froyo although i think i I think the froyo days of uh, it was it was really popular back in the day like a few years ago but i i I feel like it's it's popular yeah it's it's, it's waned a little bit but i I mean i guess in the boardwalk there are places you can buy ice cream from i just have never gone there like yeah i think like like a more like artisanal yeah artisanal ice cream yeah agreed Yeah, and that'd be a cool a cool amenity again for like the Orange Loop. I, I mean, right. I remember I went to you know Bar Harbor a couple of years ago, and they have uh, you know in in Maine, and uh, they have a really cool downtown. And it's like there's like two two ice cream places, some uh, places to eat, bars. Like it's just like that yeah. whole you know it's like a, a couple blocks, and you just walk around and have fun. Yeah, yeah. we were, we were listening to the pod, uh, a podcast yesterday yep. on our drive back from Atlantic City, and. Uh, the guest, it was the Fort podcast, not to plug a real estate podcast other than our own, but it's a great podcast. It's a great podcast. Uh, it's the Fort with, uh, Chris, what's his name? Chris Powers of Fort Capital. And his guest, uh, on the episode we were listening to was Eric Weatherholtz, who's a, a Twitter personality who I follow. And he's a big retail guy and his, his niche has kind of been in creating these like commercial corridors that, that provide like a a sort of like gathering place Mm -hmm. for members of the community or, or tourists visiting an area. Mm -hmm. Um, and part of it is, is meeting the, or finding, creating the supply to match the demand that may not like so obviously be there and to create a, some, a a hole that's greater than the sum of its parts. Mm -hmm. So if you have people, if you have multiple restaurants coming in, um, that are, that are bringing in people from all parts of the city, from Ventnor, from Margate, from Longport, all of that creates the demand that can then support an artisanal ice cream shop or a salon or a, I don't know what else might people, (laughs) what else goes with all of that? Like a spa. I mean, that exists, I think, in the casinos to some extent. Yeah, or like a a smoothie shop or another coffee shop or a bakery. Like a pliables type place. Or or a fish market or a... A, a butcher shop or all, all of these types of things that like require a certain scale to be viable. The beauty of well curated retail strip malls or retail, like, uh, kind of like down to urban downtowns yeah. is that they concentrate the masses into an area that, that makes things viable that would not otherwise be viable if they were spread across an entire yeah, city. Like imagine how much fun the orange would be if there was a smoothie place or a juice yeah. place and an ice cream place and this, and, and I mean, it'd be great. It'd yeah. Be awesome. Like, like yeah. I, if I go to dinner at rhythm and spirits, I know there's bar 32 next door, which is obviously a dessert option. But if I'm craving ice cream, I might not drive to an ice cream place I might, but if there was an ice cream place next door, I would probably go get ice cream next door. Mm-hmm. And that that is the sort of like effect of having everything right. in, in a concentrated urban downtown. Like this is not something that I would, I would particularly, you know, necessarily visit while I'm on vacation, but like a gym, you know, like yeah. even something like that, right? Like a, yeah. just like a, like a place. I mean, there's the you leadership yoga. studio. Yeah. Yeah. But like a place where you can go and, you know, just like go to the gym, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a part of a lot of urban downtowns is like right. the gym, you know? Right. So... Well, anyway, this, I think this we're, is, yeah, we're at the hour Yeah, mark. this has been really fun. I mean, um, not not in line with our real estate content per se, although I think we touched on some topics at the end about, you know, kind of getting to there. I'm excited to do an episode coming up on the Orange Loop and I'd love to have some of 
uh, Orange Loop, you know, celebrity, shall we say, on that episode uh, as guests, and we'll we'll do a deep dive into what that means and kind of the future and all of that. Um, there are obviously some some people immediately come to mind in that vein. But um, if you are planning a trip to Atlantic City or you go to Atlantic City a lot, I'd love to you know hear from you what you like to do. Are there things that we obviously missed um, or, you know, that you would recommend? Um, are you excited about any of the things coming into Atlantic City? I mean, that's a whole nother episode about like the future of Atlantic City mm-hmm. uh, on this realm. But if you're excited about something like that, definitely let us know. Um, you can contact us through email. Uh, I'm John, J-O-H-N at LibertyHudson.com. Ryan is Ryan, R-Y-A-N at LibertyHudson.com. Ryan also has a Twitter handle, um, which well, here, here I we go again. have forgotten already. But <laughs> It is A-R-E-T-E-E-P-H-A-R-B, which is R-T-Farb, if you were to pronounce it out. Um, there may be a rebrand coming forth because that's impossible to say on the podcast. And I um, am the real DIY John, J-O-H-N. That's that's much more self-evident than mine. <laughs> I, need, I need to work on that. Um, I, I would be particularly interested in hearing from anyone um, who has criticisms of our list, of our itinerary, um, but also who has suggestions for things in town that we didn't mention, either in our itineraries or in our noteworthy snubs. Mm-hmm. Um, we're always excited to hear about more local businesses and if there's a way that we can plug them on the podcast, um, support them in any way, we are more than happy to do so. We also really yeah. try to make an effort to to steer our guests towards uh, local experiences and local local yeah, businesses like, where the, we can. So we'd love whole, to include you in our uh, welcome packets. The whole world of things that I we didn't discuss at all, things like the aquarium, there are like museums at Stockton did you the, can show up. Did the aquarium you know. close? Oh, did it? I don't know. I, I, I saw it was listed as like uh, like temporarily closed maybe oh, maybe uh, for the season i don't know maybe. yeah but yeah, absolutely yeah it, it, as i say every every episode um if you listen to us on a platform that allows you to follow or like us for example apple podcasts it would be great if you did that uh it helps us to figure out who's listening and figure out what you uh the listeners like if you are able to share this with other people that is great for us too because it expands our audience and uh we love uh, as we said every so every episode we love meeting people that have listened to the podcast and have thoughts and opinions and whatever else we try to be really accessible if uh you have any questions about atlantic city real estate or doing things things in Atlantic City, whatever else, please feel free to reach out in whatever way you feel comfortable. Uh, but until next time, uh, we will see you soon, hopefully with another episode within, uh, we've gone, we've been, you know, taking some time between episodes, but I think we're now back in a better routine. We're trying to do uh, uh, an episode a week or so. So we'll hopefully be back next week with such an episode. And thank you both. Thank And thank you everyone for watching. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We might leave those in there, so it'll be like real, real <laughs> live bloopers. Well, I mean, you could be watching it on YouTube, <laughs> but no one watches it on YouTube, so listening is more appropriate. But you know, what's the act of listening versus watching? I mean, it's you also a have of, a YouTube channel outside of this, so yeah, that's it's, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's, brick, it's brick X brick, brick X brick. Yeah, you thank you all for listening. You're listening to the Brick by Brick podcast where we take you from the ground up on real estate investing. Join us on our entrepreneurial voyage through the world of flipping houses, managing rental property, and building a real estate empire.